0: backslash ai prompt to get you started now good luck scooob believer To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Now, join DJ Scoob in the coaching of Sky, owner of Sky's Kitchen Adventures Facebook group, already in progress. So, Sky, it's like I said, it's really great to see you. I haven't seen you since the hospital. I'm sure I look a lot different when I'm not wearing gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I also
1: is, look a lot different, not in scrubs. So. Right. <laughs>
0: This is my, this is my studio. Ta-da. Okay. So I love it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. So you are wanting to be a a baker. Yes. Yes. So um, I've seen your, you know, I've been seeing your stuff uh, being posted on TikTok and a few other places. All of that's great. I really like what you're putting out so far. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um I'm I think I'm gaining weight just looking at your your food that you've been posting. It's just it's amazing. It's, it's it looks warm. really good. Yeah. So, um what I'd like to know here is you have a coach in front of you, okay? Hard to believe. But <laughs> But so what I'd like to know is you I, you have me for two hours uh, auto, all, all right. already, okay? So I want you to utilize the two hours as much as you possibly can and ask me questions that you're interested in, how you're starting your business, what you've come across so far and, and things of that nature. So just kind of give me a rundown at what you actually want to accomplish with your with your baking and we'll go from there.
1: Okay, absolutely. Um I think what I want to accomplish is I'd like it to grow. I want it to stay in my home. Um, and I'd like to kind of create my own hours because I am very busy. Like I said, I'm in school and I work still too. Um, so trying to make that work time management wise is going to be a struggle, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Also keeping up on social media, I'm still trying to figure out how to do all of that and make it very like fluid and all work together without driving myself crazy having to post a whole lot of stuff. Um, and I think there was one thing that I really wanted to talk to you about is I did not, there's, there's a very like psychological side to selling something that you consider to be kind of like your art, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it's hard to open yourself up to people about that and like take criticism and advice and recognize that, you know, other people are really knowledgeable as well. <laughs> um, that was probably, that's been the hardest part so far because I've always kind of struggled with knowing what advice to take and what to just brush off, you know? Um. That's kind of where I'm wanting to start now.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about in this conversation that you might want to get off, you know, kind of figure out?
1: Um honestly just the basics of business cuz I don't know, I don't know anything. Um I know the I know the laws of Missouri for cottage bakeries and that's about it. Mm-hmm. I went to business school for a semester and I did not finish it. It was way over my head um so i just want whatever knowledge you have i would highly appreciate whatever you think would be useful to me
0: okay so uh we got learning the basics we got uh the psychological part of it sounds like positive and negative input on your on your art and what you do because i do consider what you do as an art thank you for 100 percent because i i'm <clears throat> i burn water you know, so it's <laughs> <laughs> so um, scheduling time is is something I'd definitely like to to talk about because I don't know if you remember what I go through, but I don't just work at the hospital; I also work at the at the restaurant, and I still do this, and I still do my podcast.
1: Okay, I don't think I knew that.
0: Yeah, so I keep myself really busy, um, but timing is important. That's okay, puppies. I like puppies. Yeah. <laughs> This is real life, Sky. It's okay. I understand.
1: Okay. <laughs> They're but, crazy.
0: Um, scheduling time is really stringent for me, so I can maybe pass on along some of that, uh, some of that information to you.
1: Yes, and that would be
0: great. Learning to grow in the home at first. Okay. Because it's not going to stay in the home once it actually builds up.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, that would be awesome. If I had the time for it, I, that would be like a
0: dream. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about that dream. What do you want? Where do you want this to end up where you know you've made it? Where, what's that final thing?
1: Um, If I were to be honest, I yeah. would love to own a bakery um, and run it with my husband and stay in this town. I've lived in, wreath free missouri my whole life and it'd be pretty cool to give back to the community a little bit um and just have have that good customer base of people that i know love my stuff and right now it feels very unrealistic because like i said i am in school and i have other goals too but i i don't feel quite as connected to them you know so it's a kind of a scary scary time right now
0: Yes. You're going into unknown territory.
1: Exactly. It's a very odd feeling.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Trust me. I know. I felt that many times. (laughs) You did the
1: same thing.
0: Yes. It's very common. Don't feel like you're on your own feeling these feelings and these emotions about, you know, what am I going to do? What do I what happens next? What am I doing with this, even though I'm doing this at the same time? These are all common fears that people have. So don't feel like you're on your own doing this.
1: Okay. Thank you. That okay. makes me feel a lot better.
0: Yeah. What else? Is there anything else that you want to cover?
1: Um, this kind of goes into the basics of business, I think, but uh, so far I've technically made like $1. Um, and It's only been a couple of weeks. At least I'm not behind. Like I'm not negative. <laughs> uh, uh- I just want to know like if, if that's normal and how long that process could take and before I need to know, like if I should keep pursuing it or I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Actually. Uh, my first income I made online was $15.
1: <laughs>
0: nice. So even a dollar, I, you know, what I would even do is to take a dollar. It doesn't have to be the exact dollar you made, but, you know, do like, I think I've seen it in shops and stuff where first dollar ever made to put it up in a frame and that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, just so you know that, that this is the beginning. This is where that's it starts. Great. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I'm I'm actually, you know, as funny as it sounds, I'm glad you made a dollar on, on what you're doing.
1: Thank you. That's going to be like, a- I've, sold, I've sold stuff, but then I have to buy so much stuff to get going. So, yeah, one dollar profit. But I'm just proud of myself. <laughs>
0: As well, you should be as silly as it sounds, you really should be proud of that dollar. thank you, yeah, I think my uh my virtual mentor, Pat Flynn, his first sale he made was a dollar twenty three I think he said
1: nice,
0: so that's you fun. know we all start from zero, right? We right. don't just go out of the gate and start making millions of dollars. It just doesn't happen that way. We all start from zero. We all have to start from somewhere, so that's that's not a bad thing. that's actually a good thing, so
1: right.
0: Okay. Anything else that, that you want to cover?
1: I think that might cover everything right now. I'm okay. sure more stuff will come up as I go down the road, but
0: it will. <laughs> if if you have a question that that pops in your head, don't wait for me. Okay. Okay. Because a lot of times, especially what happens with me, I'll have a question and then I'll say, "Oh, I'll wait until they're done talking," and then I'll forget what the question was. Right. Mm-hmm. That happens to me. I'm all very time.
1: glad you said that because I'm terrible at that. So. Yeah.
0: So. If if you have a question or something comes to mind that's really important to you, just wave me off or just or something. Okay, okay, I will wait for you. You are the most important thing in this conversation right now, okay. so don't be afraid to to blurt something out or or have a question and, and just stop me from talking. Okay, okay. So don't. I just want to make sure we set that rule for you.
1: Sounds good to me. I, okay. I have ADHD, so um, that that happens a lot, whether I try to or not. So oh, okay. I'm glad you said that.
0: It's <laughs> a work out fine then.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: So the first thing I want to talk about, and this is probably one of the biggest things I talk about in my podcast or anywhere else, is fear. Fear is the one thing that that really kind of puts a hurdle in front of us because we're not sure what's on the other side of that hurdle, right? We're not sure where it's going to lead us her, or anything like that. So one of the things I talk about is an acronym for fear. Okay. So it's F E A R. That's how you spell fear. False evidence appearing real.
1: Ooh, I like okay. that. I'm going to write that down.
0: Yeah. Write that that's down amazing. right there. Yeah. False evidence appearing real. Now, a lot of the fears that we have in our entrepreneur adventure, aren't actually physical fears they're not fears like we're being attacked by a saber toothed tiger or something like that those are primal fears but they're fears that we used to use to protect ourselves and that's still ingrained in our in our body in our minds that we need to protect ourselves from things that we fear so these fears that you have aren't actually fears at all they're just false evidence you don't know what's going to happen when you do side. so they're evidence that's false. And they appear very real to you because they're what's, you know, there's what you're experiencing. There's these, your emotions that you're feeling in these fears. So they're false evidence appearing real. So when it comes to fear for me personally, instead of being something that I'm going to shy away from, because I'm scared of it, if I'm scared of it, that means I need to do it. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Because, If you're scared of it, it means because you're experiencing something you've never experienced before. And the only way you're going to know what's going to be on the other side of of that experience is to go experience it. Right? Yeah. Even if it's wrong, it's something that we learn from when we move on to something else because we learn from every failure that we have. Failure is not a bad thing. I don't care what they tell you in school. I don't (laughs) care how many Fs and Ds you get in school. Okay? Failure is good because it means you're learning.
1: Hmm. Thank you. I needed to hear that. I think
0: (laughs) a lot of people do a lot of people do. And um, it's ingrained in our minds that failure is bad because you, you didn't accomplish this or whatever. But instead of thinking failure as something that you didn't accomplish, think of it as, okay, I failed. Why did I fail? What do I need to learn from that failure to go on to experience my next experience? And as you have those failures, you learn more, and you learn more, and you learn more. And everything comes around. Right. Right. So when you have those situations, those problems, those pitfalls, those failures, don't throw your hands up in the air and say, hey, you know, I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Think of it the other way. Think of it in a positive way. Okay, I had a failure. Failure is going to happen. You you could talk to any entrepreneur. Failure is going to, I guarantee failure is happening. It's what you do with those failures is what makes you the person that you are and moves you on to the next level.
1: Yeah, that resonates with me a lot. Uh, my first week of starting the business, I had been baking for a while and everything was going great. And then I made some cinnamon rolls and the, I don't know what happened. They just weren't rising. It wasn't working right I just threw up my hands and I was like, I messed it up. I don't know what I did, but I messed it up. And my husband told me to just wait and just see what happens. And I, they wound up being the best cinnamon rolls that I had made so far. <laughs> they were so good. Um, so that actually, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and then I've I've made plenty of things so far that they just don't turn out right. And it it does make me want to quit. Um Cause I've all, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Like it's really hard for me to fail. So that was really important for me to hear, I think. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Perfection is not a bad thing, but it can stifle you.
1: It does. So,
0: yeah. And, uh, and I think just about everybody experiences that too, where, where it's gotta be perfect before I do anything. It's gotta be perfect before I move it out. It's gotta be perfect before I take the shot. It's gotta be perfect before I do whatever, But that perfection is going to eventually be stagnant. You're going to want everything to be so perfect that you're not putting anything out. Yeah. But the only way you're going to learn anything is to ship it. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Just give it a shot.
0: Give it a shot. (laughs) See what happens. Get feedback from it. You know, what do you think? Oh, this is great, but I could have done this. Okay. Now, you know, you can do this and it'll be even better. Yeah. And that kind of thing. So, you know be a perfectionist but only to a point don't let it don't let it stall you in what you're doing there's nothing yeah. perfect there's nothing perfect about what we do here
1: <laughs> right
0: nothing's perfect okay
1: right
0: you could listen to, i mean you were with me when i started my podcast mm-hmm. you know who i was when i first started if you listen to my episode zero, episode 0 up to now you can hear imperfections all the way up <laughs> okay Right. For me able to get to this where I'm at now, I needed to start down here. I needed to have those imperfections so I could see what would change, what would what I can do different. And now my I, I have music, uh I have my sound a little, a little bit better, I have a few sponsors, things along those lines where you could now I, the only way I was able to get those is to start with those imperfections I have here. All right. Um, I, I, uh, podcaster, uh, John Lee Dumas said, you have to be a disaster before you're a master.
1: Oh, I love that. I got to write that down too. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so
0: you gotta be a disaster before you're a master. So don't be afraid to be that disaster because that's, what's going to teach you what you need to do to move on to the next level.
1: Yeah. I wanted to tell you, um, I was listening to that your podcast episode the other day about um to be sorry i got to write this down, down no
0: do that first yes
1: <laughs> um the one you suggested i listen to uh sorry i forgot the word that it was about
0: was it the zone of genius one
1: yes yes, yes. thank you uh, yeah, i always suggest that one yeah and he cool. said that um he said that he really liked the music and it's funny because I was like, "Oh yeah, that is really good," but I hadn't. I was just kind of listening. I didn't notice. Him. He's like, "That was a brilliant move," because he's like, "That sounds really great," but I just wanted you to know that.
0: I appreciate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I took a long time to find that music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it really did. It really did enhance what I do. Um, just so I could get people's attention, because that music's basically gets you into that happy mood where you're you're ready to listen to whatever is next. So
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. Don't don't be too perfect. I mean, I know you want to be, but don't be perfect. I I, I almost intentionally want you not to be perfect.
1: <laughs> I, I will try that because it's not it's not very fun trying to be perfect all the time. Anyways, it's exhausting.
0: It is. It really is, and it's gonna. Um, it, it will. It can even burn you out. You're gonna want to yeah. redo it so many times. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I've done it five times. It's not turning out the way I it to. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's not healthy. We don't want to burn out. We want to improve.
1: Right, right. I'm a, I'm a little afraid of losing the enjoyment factor of baking through business, because I know that can happen to people when they turn something they love into a job that you sort of lose the reason that you loved it in the first place. And I've been trying to kind of keep that from happening. I know I'm still early, but... If you know anything about that too like that would be great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, what what do you really and what gives you joy about baking? I mean, what's the one thing that you really could pin down? I do baking because blank.
1: Um honestly, uh like you know my mom passed away in March mm-hmm. and that first few months was very very hard. Um so uh, baking and cooking and stuff is what we used to do together when I was young, when I was a kid, and I had just kind of gotten away from it. So to be able to do it now, it gives me something to do to keep me busy, but it also makes me feel like I'm doing something to be closer to her and to also make myself happy, which is pretty much her one goal in life was for me and my brothers to be happy. <laughs> so um, that's probably the main thing.
0: So the baking really is what's bringing, even though she's passed at this point, the baking is what's bringing you and your mom together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you get that.
0: Yeah. That actually happens a lot to people with trades. Really? Baking is a trade or, you know, blacksmithing is a trade or anything. They're doing it because their parents showed them how to do it. Or their parents loved how you know showed happiness when they did it. So you want to have that same happiness with them. It's kind yeah. of a it's kind of an homage to your mother. You know, you want to carry on that legacy of of baking because she loved it so much, and it's kind of what you you kind of embraced with your mother.
1: Yeah, absolutely. After she passed, all of my friends kept asking me like for her recipes, and they were like, "Oh, I need to have this again. Like, I love that so much." And it just made me realize how after she. that was the main thing that people remembered about her was all of the delicious food that she made and it made me realize how uh food can be so bonding for people Mm -hmm. Uh, you make so many memories around food pretty much every event i've been to is around food in some way so yeah it just feels very important to me i think
0: and for me now i don't like i said i don't cook very well I do, right. But when I do cook something and I give it to my son or I give it to whoever and they take that first buy, you see that enjoyment and the happiness just show on their face. Mm-hmm. That's what really brings me joy with something like that. So at the same time, like when I'm doing something like this and I say something and I see your your eyes go, "Bing," right, <laughs> or whatever, that's what brings me joy. So I think it's the same yeah. thing for you, too. I mean,
1: yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, every everyone that I've given food to so far has been just so incredibly happy, and it it's an amazing feeling that I haven't really had a feeling like that before. It, it's just great.
0: <laughs> Good. Okay, so you talked about. I'm going to go on to a different subject here. Um, yeah. You talked about giving back to your community. Yeah, that was something that kind of struck me a little bit. How would you do that?
1: Um. That's a good question. I haven't thought about it much. Uh, the, the only thing that comes to mind right now is there's like a chili cook-off that they do once a year in the fall at, at school, at uh, the Reed Spring School. And I think all the proceeds go to the fire department. Um, but my husband makes delicious chili. And in our town, you always eat it with cinnamon rolls.
0: Um, it's oh. just they go
1: together. So I thought, oh, that would be a cool place to start. Just make some cinnamon rolls and he makes chili. And then that and that that kind of feels like giving back to my community somehow, because, you know, we're giving to the fire department. Um, otherwise, I think if I were to open up a bakery and just see all these people that I've known my whole life, you know, that I've loved forever, just enjoying my food and being happy for me and getting to see where everyone's grown. Um, I think that could be a really cool feeling.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love giving back to the community whenever I can. Yeah. You know, I I think that's one of the reasons why I work at the hospital, even though it's not, you know, dealing with patients, but I, I do my part to help others when it comes to that kind of thing. So,
1: yes, you guys, all of you, I think every person at that hospital gives back somehow. Um, there's not an uninvolved ch- ch- job there at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested in this chili cook-off.
1: Yes, I need to find the dates, but I want to get in on that.
0: Um, what can you do to give back to the community while you're at the chili cook-off? I mean, we can make the cinnamon rolls. What else can we do? What do you think?
1: Um, I guess talk to the other people that are making food and talk to the people that come in uh, kind of like just get to know everybody. Cause even though it's a small town, there's still tons of people I don't know. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. Do you have any ideas?
0: Well, that's actually a good start. I was actually going to go into something similar to that. So good job. Um, Finding out your community and who these people are, cause they're all going to be cooks in your community. Right. So it's going to be a really good learning experience for you to find out the trade, ask them questions about, hey, I'm doing this. What can you tell me? Because right. I, I, I could tell you about business, but I can't tell you about baking. Right. Right. I can't even do those. No big cookies. I tried to text you about, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Um, but I think that chili cook off is going to be a great stepping stone into what you actually want to accomplish. So don't just sit there. Let your husband take over the booth. Don't just sit there and just talk to people that are walking by. Go out and talk to the other cooks. Find out how they started. Find out how they started their businesses and how they got their licenses and, and whatever it is that they need to do and learn from them and take you know if you want to take a, a pen and paper with you and write things down if you want to record their voice on your phone so you could actually listen back to it and see what they told you because you're not going to remember everything off the top of your head and it's just not going to happen right i learned that the hard way and that's why yeah. i started taking that's why i started taking notes so. <laughs> <laughs> but i think that would be a great place i never thought to put chili in with uh cinnamon rolls
1: oh you have got to try it that's what the lunch ladies always did on chili day at school and everyone in the community does that it and my husband puts it like on the bottom of the bowl and puts the chili on top but i just eat it on the side uh, but it it is so good highly suggested
0: all right i will definitely check that out <laughs> all right so um There's also, you know, charities that you can give back to, or you can like say, Hey, I'm going to do this bake off and give a certain percentage to charity or whatever. There's other ways to give back to the community too, but to get physically into the community, even if it's a local community, it doesn't have to be an online community. I think people too put too much emphasis on online communities now. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. And you get out to a lot of people, but I can't hug my, my computer screen.
1: Right. can't shake (laughs) your
0: hand because you're, you're in Reed Springs. But, nice. you know, that kind of thing, people miss that physical being able to talk to people one on one. And I think the more that you do of that, the more people are going to know who you are. The more they're going to remember who you are, because it's going to be important, too, because if they hear, hey, uh, do you do cinnamon rolls? No, I only do chili, but I know somebody that does.
1: Yes. Right. It's funny you say that, because already all of the people at work. I can tell that they just associate me with cinnamon rolls now because every person that sees me at work is like, oh, those look so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, I'm, that's just how they perceive me now. And that's a pretty good thing to be perceived as, I suppose. So, yeah, if I could get that. It
0: I mean, actually goes right into another word, branding. Ah. Right. This is going to be how you build your brand. People are going to know you for cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Do you have to do a lot of other baking things? Not necessarily. You can actually stick to cinnamon rolls and build a business around cinnamon rolls.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, you don't have to. I call that niching down where you niche down to one specific thing you're really, really good at and then use that as your stepping stone into other things.
1: Makes a lot
0: of sense. So, like, I mean, there's cinnamon I don't want to Cinnabon. Okay. I
1: don't want <laughs> yeah. trouble.
0: But they are, you don't go to Cinnabon to get a hammer. Right. Right. You go to Cinnabon to get a cinnamon roll. Right.
1: right?
0: I could see the same thing with you. Because they use the cinnamon roll as their branding. They use that as their main thing. Now, later on, you could probably get into pies and other things. But people are going to walk into your store and want cinnamon rolls and then see what else you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that so far. It's, I make a several other things, but almost every order I make is cinnamon roll or cinnamon bread. Um, that That's just what everyone loves. And I'm fine with that because that's what I love making. So. Yeah. Yeah, if works, I can find more things going off of that. Uh, one of my coworkers suggested I make apple cinnamon bread. Um, so I, I'm looking into trying that. And then maybe making them in cupcake, like muffin form. So just the same thing in different ways.
0: So how does that make you feel when somebody suggests something like that to you?
1: Uh, excited. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, it makes me think like, oh, wow, they're interested in me growing this like that's pretty cool um
0: yes so if you feel excited about it that's probably something you probably want to explore if somebody says something like hey can you make an apple pot (laughs) or something like that that doesn't bring you that same you know happy feeling Mm -hmm. maybe okay i'll maybe i'll give it a try but you know you want to trust your gut when it comes to something like that keep with (laughs) what you know and what makes you happy? Because what makes you happy is going to keep you in that zone of genius.
1: Zone of genius.
0: I yes. Like <laughs> uh, if you listen to my episode 25, I talk about the zone of genius and how we could find our zone of genius. Yes. Um, the book that I came from is called The Big Leap. Big Leap. Is
1: that about starting a business?
0: No, it's about finding your zone of genius and finding your zone of genius directly correlates with you and your business because you want to be in your business to make you happy. Just like we talked about earlier, you don't want it to be a job, a J O B. So the only way you make sure that you're always happy in that particular thing is to make sure that it stays within your zone of genius. For i give you a quick example. If you don't mind doing that thing for free,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's what you want to do.
1: Oh, yeah, I like that.
0: Right. If you don't mind right. doing it for free, like when I do a lot of these coachings or I do when I do the podcast, I don't charge anybody anything to do my to be on my show, even though they've asked, how much do I charge? I told them right. that <laughs>
1: because
0: it's in my zone of genius. I don't mind doing it for free because I love doing it.
1: Right.
0: Right. So I see the same thing for you, too, in your cinema roles.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean. That's why this kind of started by accident, because I just love baking so much that my house was filled with baked goods and I could not I could not keep them in the house or I would eat them all. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then ingredients are just getting more and more expensive. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, maybe I'll just sell a few and that'll at least keep me baking. Um, But it took off a lot uh, quicker and bigger than I expected it to.
0: There you go. So then you know you're, you're going down the right path at this particular point. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about time. Uh, Time seems to be a struggle just about anybody, um, especially the entrepreneurs that I talk to. That seems to be one of the, one of the most common struggles I have is trying to figure out the time to do this because right now it's just a side hustle. So you have to right. fit it into your your job, your life, your family, your 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 dogs that you're barking back there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, you know, fit in all this time. So tell me, tell me what you do with your time at this particular point. Can you kind of give me a just a quick rundown?
1: Yes. Um, so I just dropped down an extra day at work this semester. So I'm only working three days a week. I work uh Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I'm a full time senior in college and all of my classes are upper level. So they're pretty difficult this semester. Um, so I try and bake and then while stuff is like rising or in the oven, I'll work on homework and then I won't bake on my work day, So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, I try not to bake for other people on Sundays only for fun or myself. Um, but it makes me very limited on how many orders I can actually do, especially because I I'm just in my house. I have one oven and one mixer and just a couple of bread pans, you know, so it's not like I can make a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and my schedule's pretty jam packed because I'm also uh, trying to make time for my friends and for my husband and I go to therapy and all this kind of stuff. It, it just is a lot of time.
0: <laughs> yeah. But
1: I, I like staying busy, so at least there's
0: that. Yeah, but don't burn yourself out. Either.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, every once in a while, you want to take time for yourself, just to just to be yourself.
1: Yeah, and don't, I think that's what I'm going to try and keep Sundays as just a me don't, kind of day.
0: Don't bake. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't do the thing that you're trying to work on because if you try to use, and I'm running into this problem myself, so just so you know. Okay. But if you start in your off time that you set aside for yourself, doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing for your business, it's going to become mm-hmm. work.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: because right? now not only are you're putting time aside for your business, but you're using your business in your your off time, and right. now it's you know basically just extending what you're doing. Right. You right. got to be able to reset your mind and put it at ease and, and clean out the clutter, right? So you have room for the new stuff, right? I know that's kind of a weird way to put it, but that's kind of how I do it. Um, So when you do set that time for yourself, do something else that's not work-related or baking-related. Try to find another pastime or just something else.
1: Do you care if we pause for a second? I'm going to go get my dog.
0: So, like, for me, for example, I'm learning to play guitar. Awesome. So I take 15 minutes every day and sit down with my guitar and just do uh, scales. Nice. And I like this, that. This is my time to turn off my my editing brain or the, you know the side that's kind of trying to keep track of everything and open up my creative brain.
1: Yeah.
0: Once you open up the creative brain, it's going to work a lot better for you when you're doing things you know creatively. I don't know. How yeah, that, that makes
1: a lot of sense.
0: <laughs> um, the other thing it does for you too, and this gets a little bit physical, but it, uh, when you learn something new, every time you learn something new, you this is a little physical, but you grow new synapses in your brain. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you grow new synapses in the brain, it's not just for the new thing that you're learning, but it frees up space in your brain for other thing, else, everything else to go through as well too. So things start becoming more clear. Your ideas are coming faster. Your ideas are a lot more clear when they, when you do have ideas and you're more willing to act on those ideas because you have the energy to do it.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So one of the things I always talk about um, is not just like business like this, but at the same time, including the physical part of your brain. So for example, not just learning new things, but eating specific types of things to help your brain stay clear. So for example, any kind of fruits that have edible skins, like Mm -hmm. blueberries is huge for me. I do a lot of blueberry eating. Um, Grapes, peaches, anything that has that edible skin actually increases the gray matter in your brain.
1: Wow. I never knew that.
0: So what happens when you increase the gray matter in your brain, it's kind of like paving the roads to go smoother. Nice. (laughs) so it's having the having the business isn't just about you know the business itself but it's keeping your mind improved and and moving correctly so you can have those ideas so you can have those moments so you can have those aha moments that you're thinking about because if your brain is is full of of junk and cloudy all the time you're not going to have those ideas because it physically can't happen
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense and i definitely keep my brain pretty cluttered
0: yeah (laughs) Me too, (laughs) but I've noticed over the the last two years I've been doing, you know, changing my eating habits for that, to have a better brain kind of chemistry, Mm -hmm. I've, I've turned into a whole different person. My energy levels are a lot higher. My ideas are a lot more clear. So I always try to instill that to all my new entrepreneurs, even on my podcast and that being able to take care of your brain is the, the probably the most important thing because if you don't have that you're not going to have that idea, those ideas to make yourself a better entrepreneur
1: yeah i like that it makes a lot of sense because your brain is an organ just like any other thing and it, it could get sick and it it can get better too you just got to take care of it that's um, right food is hard for me like especially baking because it's delicious foods it's hard to <laughs> stop yourself you know <laughs> so i just taste a little and then
0: um, the other way to combat a lot of that too, is gut health. Mm-hmm. So include, <clears throat> excuse me. So including gut health in that too. So getting things like the right type of bacteria in your stomach, there's a good bacteria and bad t- bacteria in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Increasing the good bacteria will help everything. How do so, you do that? So the way you do that is you, you can take in good bacteria by drinking things like, uh, kabo- kabucha. Oh, okay. Okay. Kabocha is full of good bacteria.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, drinking teas is good. Um, okay. Anything to just increase the, the good bacteria in your stomach, which means all your food will digest a lot better, which means you're going to get as many nutrients as, as possible on the food you eat because you're, you're in good – your stomach is good, right? Yeah. So that's another thing, too, uh, to work on, too, is kind of increasing the the good bacteria in your stomach.
1: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, sounds, I think I've read about that online some and I'm like thinking it has a lot of good benefits, but I've never really known how to do that, so very cool.
0: Yeah, research it, right, you know, one time or another. If you're sitting at lunch, pull your phone out instead of putting up U- YouTube and watching the latest whatever video, pull up a video on how to increase your good gut, gut health. That's what I do yeah. at the
1: hospital. I will. That sounds awesome. <laughs> you know,
0: learn. It's all about learning, not just about entrepreneurship, but learn about your body because your body is what you can, is what going to get you through everything. So mm-hmm. if your body's not, we're doing what's it's supposed to, you're not going to be able to succeed in entrepreneurship because you are everything.
1: Right. Hmm. You actually make a good point about lunch because we were talking about time management at Walmart, you get an hour lunch. Um, and most of the time I'm done eating in like 15 minutes. And then I just, scroll through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is time that I could definitely be using for better things, I'm sure. Uh, or sometimes I'll just take a nap or something. Uh, but it'd be cool to, you know, maybe use that time for something more beneficial.
0: Um, I've been where I'm at for going on three years now. I think I've turned my television on twice. Nice. I think one of them was for a Super Bowl and the other one, I can't remember what it was, but... Mm-hmm. It's the only time I've ever turned my television on Wow, and it's because instead of using that time sitting down and mindlessly looking at the square,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm doing my podcast, I'm editing my podcast, I'm talking to new people, I, I'm learning about the newest things about AI. I'm you know it's just it, it's opportunity that people normally waste right. watching something that's completely mindless that has nothing to do with anything
1: yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, my husband and I spend a lot of time watching TV and it does feel very voiceful sometimes.
0: You will find that you will gain more time by turning that television off at a specific time of day and going to do something else constructive than not. Yeah.
1: Hold on so, a
0: second. That's okay. I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So, so I would actually have you do um, maybe a time – See, how do see, how would I want to put this? Chart your time on a daily basis. Do that for like a week or two. At this time, between this time and this time, I was doing this. Between this time and this time, I was at work. Between this time and yeah. this time, I took lunch. Take stock of your time.
1: That's actually really smart.
0: And then, then after you take stock of your time for about a week or so, look for the holes. Between this time and this time, I was watching television. Well, I could have cut that time in half and spend the rest of that time Researching, blah, yeah. I could have spent this time this time watching a YouTube video on something constructive. Yeah, you know things like that because that's what I do in my lunch breaks. That's what I do in my regular breaks. You you, you haven't seen me at the hospital for me mm-hmm. doing that, but that's what I'm doing. A lot of people why wonder why I'm on my phone so much. I'm not you know DMing my best friend asking what they had for dinner last night,
1: <laughs> right?
0: I'm I'm researching the the next base scenario for me to put a class together. Yeah, something like that. So take stock of that time, and I think that once you actually take stock and realize where you're gaining time and where you're losing time, you'll be more efficient in actually doing what you want to accomplish.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure that so much of my time is wasted scrolling through social media. I mean. I imagine it, it's, it would be shocking if I really knew like how much it was.
0: But if you, uh, you eventually will still find yourself doing that. It's it's a yeah. gift, right? So yeah. what I do is when I find myself actually doom scrolling, I think is what <laughs> we call it, right? Instead of just scrolling and looking at stuff, I'll actually start liking, responding to things that resonate with me. Oh, Yeah. So when you do that, the algorithm, I actually literally just explained this like two hours ago to my last co- my last coaching session. The algorithm will pick that up that you're being social on the social medias, right? Mm-hmm. When they pick that up, they're going to push more of your stuff out to more people because they're realizing that you're on the platform and actually interacting with other people.
1: Okay. that Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I've noticed TikTok does that. Um, like as I comment on people's stuff, I see their stuff way more uh like your stuff and baking stuff, I see mostly that. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty
0: cool. Yeah, the more that you start liking reacting to other people's stuff, the more likely the algorithm's gonna pick you up. So if you do find yourself doom scrolling instead of just literally doom scrolling,
1: uh-huh. to, react to that, Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go get my husband.
0: Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna keep going here. Okay. So um yeah so do that. Take stock of your time. See where you can actually start kind of self educating, and then, um, yeah, and you'll start growing. You'll start growing because you'll take that education, that self education that you have for yourself, and using it, and realizing that hey, I can do this. Yeah. So education is really, really, really important when it comes to when it comes to entrepreneurship. Self education is probably one of the most important things that I talk about in my podcast. So, and I'm going to kind of incorporate that back into the basics of how to start a business real quick. So okay. you're actually started it already, whether you know it or not, you actually started it already. Yeah. So getting, getting known is probably one of the hardest things to do in, in any kind of entrepreneurship and you're doing it already. Nice. Right. <laughs> so um, doing the postings, going out into public things of that nature. You're doing great. Um, the next step after that's going to be up to you. So what would you like to see now that we say, let's just say we're known now. What do you want to do after that? Okay. Everybody knows who I am. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What do you want to do with that? What do you think we should do with that?
1: Um, I just want uh, probably to make some sales so that I can keep baking. Um, I would love it if I could. Potentially make enough that I wouldn't have to work even the three days uh, if I could go down just to two days. Uh, and then just keeping that community to remembering who I am, because once they know who I am, they have to remember it.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And associate but, me with that.
0: So that's where the branding is going to come in, like we talked about earlier. Right you know you want to keep in front of them so they understand that hey i'm still here you know even though yeah. even though you haven't bought anything for me for a week yeah I'm still here so one of the good things and one of the first things that i talk about that everybody else seems to like wait on but i don't want you to wait on this is making an email list okay okay so what happens is when you contact somebody and they like your stuff and they actually say possibly buy something from you or maybe get a recipe from you, get their email mm-hmm. address. Okay. As you grow right. these, uh-huh, as you grow these emails, you could actually start sending out like a, a newsletter or maybe a free recipe or something constantly.
1: Oh, that's a great idea.
0: Right. So as you're constantly in front of them in emails or whatever, they're going to remember who you are because they're going to mm-hmm. remember. Oh yeah. She sent me that recipe. Oh, this is a great recipe. I'm so glad you sent this to me. They're going to remember who you are from this. Yeah. Right? So growing that email list is going to be very crucial. And you always want to start that as soon as possible. I, I'm late to the game, to be honest with you. I've been doing this yeah. for two years. I don't have an email list yet.
1: <laughs> but you wish you did.
0: I wish I did. So right. you, you starting it now from the very beginning would be very beneficial for you okay okay i
1: will remember that
0: so um you could do it a couple ways you can take a class which usually there's a cost involved in that Mm -hmm. um or you could watch youtube videos like i did learn from that um but learn learn how to put together an email list so um the email company that i use Collects the emails for me and then all I have to do is put in some kind of content and it distributes it out for me whenever I tell it to. Nice. Okay, it's called Convert Kit.
1: Convert kit.
0: I'll send that to you. I'll send that to you.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Okay? Please do. And that's how um, that's how a lot of people are gonna remember who you are because they're gonna you're gonna constantly be in front of them, not just in the social medias but in their email. Now, the nice thing about email is it's not regulated by an algorithm.
1: Right. They're going to send get them it. an
0: email. They're going to see it. Right. A, lot of, a lot of people say, Hey, I'm going to, I have, you know, a hundred thousand followers. I'm just going to put them on, you know, put a, a post out. Not all hundred thousand people are going to get that. Yeah. Right. So this way you can actually control who sees what.
1: Yeah. That's a great idea. Makes a lot of sense.
0: Okay, I'm not going to overload with I'm not going to overload you because it's going to be too much. But that's definitely something I would like. To <laughs> um, okay, let, let me ask you a question. Do you have Audible? Yes. Okay, so there's a book and Audible called "Will It Fly." Okay. Okay, that book mm-hmm. is from Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn is my is the guy that I follow to learn from. Okay. And that book. Basically, gives you a blueprint of how to make something, test something uh, before and put something out before you spend too much time and money on it.
1: Oh, OK. okay. Yeah, that would be a great thing to know.
0: Because you don't want to go through all the way through the process, finally have it in product and nobody buys it. Right. Mm-hmm. So this this book tells you how to avoid that.
1: OK, awesome. All right.
0: So um, check that out. Um, I also want you to read the book, uh, The Big Leap, the one I talked about earlier. Yes. Okay. Those two books are what started me. So I want you to, you know, whenever you get a chance, put an earbud in and listen to them. Okay. Okay. I don't read my books. I listen to books. I start reading books. I fall asleep because my eyes get too tired too quickly.
1: Me too. (laughs) I love audio books.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So what else have we got here? How much do you how much you really want to get to talk about social media cuz I have some ideas but I mean how important that is is that to you right now?
1: Um, not super. I mean I I feel like I I understand it somewhat enough. Um if you have any ideas that you think would be beneficial I'm fine with hearing them
0: but So what you're doing right now as far as showing your your products or your, mm-hmm. you know That's great. Keep doing that. I want you to keep doing that. But I want you to take it a step further. Okay. I want you to start videoing yourself actually making the product from beginning to end.
1: Yes, I've been I've been so nervous about doing that, but I I think that would be a good
0: idea. Um. F E A R.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. False evidence appearing real.
0: Very yeah. good. Don't be scared be. to do it. I mean, you might be nervous at front, but change that nervous into excitement. Yeah. Okay. Change that word. I'm nervous about doing this. No, I'm excited about doing this. Okay. It yeah. actually comes from the same area in your excitement and nervousness actually come from the same area in your brain. So as long as you yeah. mentally change those words, you'll be excited to be able to do this. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that, that actually helps me so much. Okay. <laughs> so, <mentioned> that word.
0: <laughs> so um, then when you have the whole process videoed, you could possibly even start a YouTube channel. Yeah. And all you have to do, you don't need any flashy intros and outros and music or what. Don't worry about that. Just put out the put out that point. Just videotape yeah. it and then ship it. And yeah. See, and see <laughs> and the happens.
1: videos on YouTube, is. And- the recipes that I use, because that's how I learn is watching other people bake. So I rarely use written recipes. I always just watch them on YouTube and and make those. But so it'd be cool you, if I could do that too.
0: How do you think they learned?
1: Right. They probably the same way, you yeah. know.
0: They did. I guarantee like 90% yeah. of them. I guarantee it. But yeah.
1: The,
0: but the reason why these people do it and most other people don't is because they actually take that step to do it. Right. 90% of the people will not take that step because they're scared
1: because of fear,
0: because of fear, get over that fear, get over that hurdle. Cause it's trying to tell you something. Yeah. Now I'm not saying go do it tomorrow, right? <laughs> but start experimenting with it. I think.
1: Yeah, I could, I could just start trying slowly get like a tripod or something and just see how it goes. Or even just hold my phone.
0: Even, even take your phone and just like prop it up on something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. And then just pretend like you're, yeah. pretend like you're doing a class. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to try it. I think it would be a good experience. And those are the videos that I love to watch. So it'd be cool if I could put out that content.
0: As yeah, well. exactly. And now, if you need help with some of that, I'll be willing to help you. Cool. Yeah, just you know, if you have any questions, or even if it's like, oh, I, I did this, but I need some editing. Just send it to me; I'll edit it.
1: Sweet. <laughs> yeah,
0: I have I have some That's programs editing. that I can edit things pretty quickly.
1: Awesome! I could hire you to be my editing guy.
0: Sure. Why not? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll. I'll uh, I'm gonna try and get into it soon because honestly, even before you said that, I've been thinking that for a while. I've just uh,
0: you need been to do excited,
1: too excited about it.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening. Yes, yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just getting over that initial, getting over that initial hump to actually just do it, right? Yeah, I'm not selling Nike shoes here, okay? But you should just do it, right? See how right. how it turns out. You might surprise yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what would the worst thing that could happen would be is like no one watches it, or I get a mean comment or something, and that wouldn't be the end of the world. So
0: don't worry, don't even worry about mean comments. Even if you you get them, it's it's like something that I've learned is hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. So if somebody's putting out a mean comment that's not constructive. There's something going on with their lives that they're having to do this to make themselves feel better.
1: Yeah, makes a lot of sense.
0: So, even if you do, whatever. Moving yeah, on. Bro. Don't let it stop. Don't let <laughs> it stop you. Right. What do they know? They don't know who you are. They just know you're baking stuff. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good point.
0: All right. So. I, I let's let's work on that. I want to work on that with you. Start putting okay. putting some. uh, I think on TikTok now you could actually go up to ten minutes now, on TikTok. Nice. So if you want to start putting, if if it's a recipe that you know that will take not too long a time, mm-hmm. or even if it's a recipe that you know you could cut out some time to make it ten minutes, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah,
1: I definitely. I've I've been like reading articles and stuff about how to video your making food because i am very interested in it um it's just something i've never tried before
0: some of some phones my phone's old but some phones now actually have a setting where it's take a picture of food and it actually oh really brightens the color of the anyway yeah
1: <laughs> i might have to look into my phone and see if it does that
0: <laughs> yeah so okay um don't get too overly involved in social media. I think we talked about that a little bit earlier. Don't go doom scrolling and that kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. if you don't get a whole lot of likes or whatever, don't let that stop you. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: It's just the way it is. It's just the way the algorithm is. It's nothing to do with you. Yeah. So, um don't be afraid to grow in the home. I think that's a great idea. I think that's just about where everybody starts is growing in the home. Yeah. So um, one thing that I can actually point you to is um, there's a woman that's a really good friend and friend of mine named Amy, and she Mm -hmm. does jams and jellies out of her home.
1: Oh, awesome!
0: So like gourmet jams and jellies, and she just does it right there in her home on her stove. Awesome! So what I'd like to do is put you in touch with her because she does she's doing now with her jellies what you're trying to do with your baking.
1: Awesome. Okay. Yeah, that would be great.
0: And I think she would be a great resource for you. So I'll send her, uh, I'll send you her information to call, get a hold of. her. Just tell her that Jesse, AKA DJ Scoob, cause that's how she knows me. Um, okay. <laughs> you're a friend of mine. And then, you know, from there. From
1: there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be a great, uh, a great person to talk to. Is she in this area or?
0: No, she's uh, in Maine.
1: Oh, wow. How cool. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be really cool to hear from her or like, see how it's going for her. Cause that's just be really interesting.
0: She will definitely give you the basics on how things to get, how to get things started when it comes to making food in the home for other people.
1: Okay. Yeah. That would be very important to know. I think. Yeah.
0: So, um, and if there's any other resources with people that I can help you with, Um, I will definitely send them your way because that's one of the nice things about networking and running into people is they will point you in the way that you want to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've already realized like at work after I started this, there's like two or three people who just had, I had no idea that they had experience in this and they were giving me all kinds of ideas and insight. And I was like, I never even knew this about you. Like how cool is that? Uh, So Yeah, it's interesting. As you meet more people or open up more about yourself, you gain a lot of insight.
0: It's really cool. Good, good. All right. I'm I'm just going to, do you have any questions up to this point? Anything that's come across your mind up to this point that you want to discuss or anything like that? I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to send you this video. Okay. Okay. So you can look back on it and, you know, if there's something, what did you say? Oh, yeah. Let me just go check it out real quick or whatever. Um,
1: Yeah, please do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what I'd like to do too, if it's okay with you, is I would like to have another coaching Mm -hmm. session like this one in a month. Okay. I'm not going to charge you anything for it. I want to see what kind of progress you can make in a month's time. Okay. Okay. Now, That's I'm not okay. expecting I'm not expecting you to complete everything that we've talked about in a month's time. That's impossible. All I want All right. is to see steps. I want to see movement. I want to see motivation towards these things, you know? Okay. And when is this uh when is this chili cook off going to happen?
1: I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look into that cuz I really think that would be a great place to start.
0: I want to follow up with you even if it's just text after that. Okay. And see how that went for you, because I'm really excited to see you interact with other people that's doing similar things with you.
1: Yeah, that would be wonderful. I'd love that.
0: Okay. So what i like to do at this point, uh, give me three takeaways, three things that you've learned today that's really important to you.
1: Okay. Uh, The first thing I learned was fear and how it is false evidence appearing real. Using Um, your notes is okay. That really stood out to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that really stood out to me and and replacing the word nervous with excited in my head I think is going to be do very big things for myself um that's gonna keep me from stopping myself a lot um and oh yes this is probably my favorite that you've got to be a disaster in order to be a master (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect (laughs)
0: Yeah, I wish I could take credit for that one, but uh, it's definitely something that I've learned, uh, especially when it comes to my podcast and my YouTube channel. My first few YouTubes are definitely a disaster. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, not trying to be perfect. That's going to help me a lot.
0: Good. That's a good one. That's a big one. I think that's going to be a big one for you. Yes. Let yourself make the mistakes. Let yourself do what you need to do to learn.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And what's the one thing that you're going to do as soon as we get off the phone call?
1: Uh, probably look, watch. Uh, I don't know. Probably look up some of the stuff you sent me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and not bake today. Cause it's a Sunday. So.
0: That's right. You it, it, <laughs> Instead of baking today, maybe, yeah, look up some of that information that I sent you. Something that's different. That's not baking. That's not busy work or anything. Do something. That you love.
1: Right. I'm going to have a me day and enjoy today as much as I can.
0: There you go. All right. I'm, so I'm going to go ahead and stop the recording. Okay. Thank you for listening to the coaching edition of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. Brought to you by Doing It Today Coaching. If you want to get across the start line, contact me, DJ Scoob, at doingittodaycoaching at gmail.com. Say the words, do it now for a free two-hour discovery call to see how I can help you in your entrepreneur adventure. Art and graphics by Elaine Wilson, supported by my Patreon, Brian Briggs of Ocean Tree Creative, and Oliver Siegel of Anal. and hosted by me, DJ Scoob. (laughs) (laughs) Click the show notes below for more information. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias, and at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now and seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net. For more information, save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.